Blog Talk Radio. Mike. Well, we're on now. Yeah, if it works. Now we got Yeah, that's what's up. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I love how we talk all before, and then when we're supposed to talk, we just go quiet. Well, right, because then right at the last second, you like throw something out (laughs) at the last second of the music, and then I'm going, The studio's uh, on fire. uh, Right, think about this. I am your host, com's own Mark Eastman, and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week we're covering Monsters University, and, uh, you know, we actually... We're a little bit behind to do Monsters yeah. University, uh, partially just because of certain conflicts, and uh, partially because that was that was well, just how it is. There, there was nothing awesome this week, right? And not a lot of chance to be able to get to it anyway. But I thought because Monsters University, as we've said several times, uh, with when we do kid in yeah. quotes, you know, movies, right? Uh, you know, probably there's not a lot of convincing to do, and there's just, right. uh, you know, the review is really just for adults. Like when we did Epic, you know, it's uh, it's all about Should whether whether or not adults are going to get right. anything out of it, and you know, does anyone care? Right. Because you're taking your kids to Monsters University, no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. Anyway, and the real question probably is now that Monsters, Inc. is fairly old, if you were a fan of Monsters, Inc. or liked Monsters, Inc., what are you getting out of Monsters University since right. it's a sequel? Which I think is funny, too, because just when we came out of the movie, I said, you know, there's something about, I mean, everybody loves all the Toy Story movies, right. and everybody thinks, you know, whatever, they're the greatest things that ever happened, and Toy Story 3 is the best of them, and that's the popular opinion that I don't agree with, you don't but... Like- yeah. I was saying, you know, I feel like just Pixar is doing a way better thing when they're making movies that you can't make a sequel to. Right. I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, like, I mean, obviously you actually could make a sequel to anything, right? But, right. Right. you know, like Up or Wally or something, you know, what's yeah. really the sequel? There's, It doesn't lend itself to a sequel. Right. Like, you know, Cars. You, you can make like 10 Cars movies and it'd be okay, right? right. You just... And planes and <laughs> automobiles because yeah. planes is coming. Right. Uh, so that's your sequel. But I thought it was funny that I said that um, all the movies, even, you know, something like Ratatouille or whatever, just I just like them when the movie seems like it's it's sequel proof, yeah. at least legitimate sequel proof or right. something, because right. now Ratatouille 2 will be coming. But right. Um, and then, you know, just the day after I said that, Pixar releases a thing that says they're scaling back on sequels and they're going right. to they're going to basically try not to concentrate on sequels and go more for original stuff. And their plan, I guess, is to release a sequel like every two years. Yeah, they had a weird and, thing. It was uh, like one and a half years, and I'm like, how can you... Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know what the thing was, but know, like a whatever. new movie every year, because right. they have to have a new they movie have have every a year, right. and a sequel every, you know, I don't know, there's an right algorithm now, or something, yeah, and they figured it depending out. on <laughs> depending yeah. on how many sequels they've already done, and there's, you right. know, Carry the One, I don't know how they figured it out, but... yeah. 
But anyway, I just thought that was hilarious that that came yeah. out the day after yeah. that happened. But and it's not in and it's not in light of this film tanking. It's not like all of a sudden no, no one no, went to right. go see it and they were like, "Well, guess what? We've learned our lesson." The film is doing really good. Right. I think and it's like the numbers are really high, and they just decided still, like, yeah, you know what? It's just not in our. It, it could it could just interest. be very late reaction to yeah. Cars Two. Or maybe they, you know, you know because Cars right. Two did not. Right. Cars Two was a, a major player in like the Pixar backlash, where mm-hmm. where we got to a point where suddenly everyone wanted to really not like Pixar right. if there was any possible way to do it. Right. And, you know, Cars 2 is a different kind of a movie, and some people love it, and some people don't like it and everything. I thought it was great. I I feel like I got it. I went in yeah. with, like, nothing. Right. I, I didn't have any expectations for it. And it's, you know, it's just this cool, old-timey right. spy movie. Right. You know, yeah. it's not even, it's not even like, really Bond. It's kind of almost Bond. Yeah. It's got Bond elements, but it's also the way the story works out is kind of not Bond. It's more like, you know, older than Bond, goofy spy stories. And I thought that was cool. I thought it was, you know, go back to like, you know, prove that you're a huge movie fan and that's why you do this and stuff like that. I thought it was great. But anyway, um, yeah, but it's not, you know, Monsters University is not doing bad or No, anything. it wasn't and, a reaction to the negative. And, and how is it going to? Because right. you know everyone's going to that no right. matter right. no matter how good or bad it is because and it's what a, just too cool. What a killer week for it to open when there's no opposition. Right, days, there's there's no big stuff, know, right. Really, I mean, it's it's I don't know how they figured that out, but they slotted and no one went up against them. Right. So you know, good for them. Because who's going to go up against right. them? But uh, so Monsters University, so the the kind of, I guess, crazy point of talking about that was uh, to say that we don't really need an hour of Monsters University right. details, probably. And what I was actually thinking of doing was just kind of, I don't know, we'll look at other movies or something. And then we got an email. So we got an email. I love getting an email. Oh. And it's an email that uh, actually is kind of a question. All right. And yet, at the same time, and it's from Phil from I don't know where because he didn't say where he was from. Oh, okay. Um, and but what was cool is it it's actually a question, so we love that. But it gives us like a great jumping off point to just babble, right? right. <laughs> so, so that's a good one. But the question was uh, a couple weeks ago. I was talking about how I was really interested to see how the summer was going to play out. Right. So uh, Phil, who's a longtime listener. Cool. Which is awesome. Hi, Phil. Um, he asked. So I was talking about how you know last summer we were so bizarrely disappointed with the summer right. in general. A couple of spikes here. There, and there, there were really definitely flat. you know movies that we loved that were big summer summer movies, which what made it even better because if there was a movie that came out in the summer and we loved it, but it's not necessarily <laughs> like what you would think of as a big summer movie, right? That would kind of not help us because our problem was that <laughs> right. there was no summer. There, right. And and there were you know lots of movies that had a lot of potential and we were very disappointed with. And by the time we got to the end of the summer, because I know especially for you yeah. and maybe not quite as much for me, but you know, movie fans, obviously, so big summer fans. We want love you know, films. big summer movie I, yeah. type stuff. I don't right? even apologize for it. I and, love the Oscar season and I love summer and, season. Right. I and, love it. And, you know, we may both give really high ratings to Anna Karenina, right? right? But that doesn't mean that we don't want to see something worthwhile as a big summer movie. 
So we were very disappointed. So the, so I was talking about how I really wanted to uh, figure out how that was going to play out. I was really curious to see at the end of this summer where will we be right. to compare it with last summer. So the question is, uh, I guess, what's your prediction of where you're going to be and what are the movies that you think are going to work out and what are the movies that you think are – you know, you might be disappointed with because whatever. So, right. so, you know, long story short, I guess <laughs> the, the question is what's your prediction. And I guess by way of that, what can people ex- expect? Yeah. And, and since there are a lot of things that, you know, we haven't seen or haven't even seen part of or right. things like that, you know, we're just kind of, what's our guess. And we'll right. see, we'll see where we That's end up when it's actually, Summer, like you know, there are some things like uh, next week um, is Lone Ranger, which I'm very nervous about. Yeah, me too. Although lots of people have said it's really good, but I've seen like so much of that movie by now that I mean, I, I don't know what the runtime of it is, but I think I've seen about 40 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I know what you mean. There's uh, not only is there all the trailers and TV spots that everybody's seen and, right. you know, clips here and there. But also, you know, I've been sent a couple of extended clips that I've looked at and stuff. And so when you put it all together, I right. mean, I've, I've seen like half the movie at least. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm very nervous. Well, I can say that. Man, it's a two and a half hour film. Ugh, it's two hours and 29 minutes. Everything and, has and, to be two and a half. Unless hours. the credits are 40 minutes long. You know, one of those types of films, but that's a long movie. I wasn't expecting that either. Right. So, and the problem there is that I'm really a big Johnny Depp fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I I don't know what I've seen him in that I said, boy, that Johnny Depp was horrible in that movie, right? right? Even right. even like terrible movies. I mean, I've seen some movies with him in it that I hated the movie. Right. Like, um, still, yeah. You know what's that one like Nick of Time or whatever? I I appreciate. I hated that movie. Yeah, I know. But still, you can at least get something out of watching Johnny Depp be in it. For me, I mean, I I still think you know he's he's so good at what he does. That was all just the premise, being the star of the film. I mean, Johnny Depp was it, but a real time ninety minute whodunit. You know, that was the whole idea. Right. So that was something big, but that was crazy. So, but also Despicable Me too. Which, you know, there's that two again. and I think uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm nervous about it because I was actually really surprised with the first one. I didn't yeah. think I was going to love the first one. Me too. I thought that caught was, me off guard. I thought it was going to be kind of one of those, you know, we're always talking about kids movies that are just kind of the throwaways because you have to right. spit out a bunch of them so people right. can take their kids, right? Right. I thought that was going to be much more in that camp. And then I ended up loving it. Yeah. And so now I'm just worried. That <laughs> that it that they're gonna go fine make another one and and it's not really gonna live up to it but well I mean it, it would be fun to have something with Steve Carell make me happy do good because <laughs> right. I, the Burt Wonderstone film was so flat right. he, I mean you they, know they, just, they tried something and it didn't work I don't I don't really know what the thing is and we'll totally get like off tangent here well, and yeah. everything but you know he's got the uh, I don't even remember the name of the show the the movie now the Almighty most expensive movie ever oh, made right. thing, the yeah. Bruce Almighty two, or I don't, right. I don't know yeah. what it is, but uh, I can't, I can't remember what that movie is, but right. 
But man, he's like so good in the right things, and he is so bad in the wrong things. When he's like in the wrong movie, I just don't want to look at him anymore. You know what's weird? You know? It, it it seems like, and there's no real formula to this. When Steve Carell is in something original or smart, he shines. When he's in something that looks like it's even on the basis, like synopsis of a money grab, it's horrible. Like there are people that sometimes can do a money grab film. Like you'll see, and, and right. they talk about it in their career. Like Ben Affleck used to say, I'll do any film that, you know, I'll do Armageddon so I can do Gone Baby Gone, you right. know, that kind of thing. Steve Carell, when he's in a film that's really, really interesting, whether it's a straight up comedy or even the drama stuff that he's done, he's awesome. But the Burt Wonderstone film looked like a Happy Meal movie. It looked like a right. money grab. And he's horrible. And, and it's and it's not the only one. He's, no, and he's it's been not right. in, he's been in other things it, it, that it's a and couple you, times. You know what it is when there's nothing to the movie. I think, and I don't know. Maybe he goes into these movies thinking that they're really good and thinking that he's doing who something knows. different. Who who knows what he's doing? But when he goes into something that looks really stupid, you know, he just shows up and does the office. Uh, right. <laughs> I yeah, mean, he's right. just uh, he just goes. I know how to do office guy. Right. Uh, that, I'll do, do that. I was I was so surprised. And pleasantly so, just because you know you're watching it with your kids and you're having fun, or maybe you're not. Maybe you're just watching Despicable Me anyway. I was blown away. I was really impressed right. with how yeah. fun it was. And you know, there's not a whole lot of stuff that I've seen. There's a few uh, trailers that are showing the same scenes over again, but there's not a whole lot that I've seen from Despicable Me too. Like you said, in the way of the Lone Ranger, I keep seeing new scenes all the time. Right. I'm like, God, I don't want to watch any more of them. Right. Because I would like something to be new, even exactly. if it's two and a half hours. Which is another thing, you know, jumping over to Monsters University for a second. You know, that's <laughs> which we should review at some that, point. That's a weird one. We'll we'll get to it. That that's a weird <laughs> one. We'll probably get to it. We're like fans uh, of the show already know. We're, what we're like car is. talk, right? Yeah, we're right. Like, we'll um, I'll talk about this right. three shows from now <laughs> of battle. That's awesome. But um Monsters University had so much in the trailers that wasn't in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that I was going. Hey, wait a yeah, minute! What it, yeah. right? That was pretty funny. But okay, so we need to like kind of run through here just real quick. I don't want right. to babble forever about movies, but just big stuff that's coming up. So Pacific Rim, that's not too far away, and you are really interested in that. I'm really excited for, Pacific and I'm Rim. not so much because I, I, I here's the the take on that, and do with it what you will, and you'll know where you are. I think it looks pretty goofy. Yeah, and you think. Uh, Guillermo del Toro directed it. <laughs> okay, so let's, as, let's lo as long as you've got that, you're going, I don't care. You like... That, that you, works you, for me. No, you think it looks goofy, and I understand that. It is a fact that Guillermo del Toro directed it. And I am a big Guillermo del Toro fan. <laughs> but, I think the guy is very creative, very fun, very exciting. And yeah, he is, but... You know that doesn't mean that everything he does is great. I don't know. I think it looks. I think it looks weird. I will be very surprised if I end up giving that anything more than you know halfway. This is awesome. This is I like mean, you being a book critic and you're walking into the, like the Barnes and Nobles or whatever, and you're just looking at covers and being like, "Yeah, that's a C minus." That's right. Like you're just. Looking I at will things. be very surprised. I got an interesting. If, it's idea. just like the last couple of movies what? that uh, we reviewed, and you said, "Well, I went in with really low expectations, right. and so maybe that's why I liked it better." So maybe hey, if this is halfway decent, I will give it a really high rating because <laughs> I will say I expect it to be. Let's cut the difference. Really I'll goofy. See, I'll see Pacific Rim, and you see Grown Ups too. I am so not. If you want to see, if you want to see low expectations, you don't expect anything from that. You go. That is true. That is true. Uh, that. Could, I think Guillermo del Toro directed. I, I don't. Th I don't think. 
I think he should. I don't go. mean you think like you might be wrong. I just, I no, mean, it's just you funny think you said. Like, I think it looks questionable, and you I, think Guillermo del Toro think, directed it. I meant you think like that's what's you oh, know driving your it is the, it, your I'll expectation. Be Even before I saw the first clip of Pacific Rim, when I knew Guillermo del Toro was doing it, I was psyched because he's he's a guy who is for me. Though, again, totally different creatures. Maybe not even the opposite side of the same coin. Maybe just a totally different amount of currency altogether. When I hear Quentin Tarantino is doing a movie, I'm psyched. Well, I'm, right, I'm right sure. up for it. Right. And all I have to do is hear he's got a new film coming out this fall, and I'm like, all right, I'm there. Same thing for I know, but see, here's, Guillermo del Toro. But here's the difference. I'm like, all right, I'm there. I love it. Here's the difference, and now we'll just babble about this for a long time. <laughs> and and we'll, we'll never yeah. do a movie. Right. But see, when when I hear Quentin Tarantino is directing a movie, right. I do too. I get really psyched. Although I, lo- I love a lot of his movies. Right. I don't love all of his movies. There, what what he, Quentin he, film do you not like? I am not a big fan not of, a whole ton of, of, of I mean, the Kill like Bill stuff. Things oh, okay. I don't I don't love those. They're they're good. They're you know it's not like I think oh wow <laughs> there's the train wreck or whatever. <laughs> I just right. don't I just don't love them. And they're what they're one of those movies that you can tell is like specifically designed basically to kind of have a cult status. It's like it's like I, built toward. It's sort of like I uh, get it, but it's kind of like you know Fight Club or the Big Lebowski. It's it's or Pulp like Fiction or it, Reservoir. I mean, his whole career it's is based on stuff. It, it, it's designed wow. in a way that it's like some people are going to just love this in like a crazy way. Right. And a fair amount of other people, I'm probably going to turn off a little bit and they right. then they will think, yeah, that's right. good. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. whatever. Anyway. Anyway, I just I don't love those. But when I hear that he's got a movie coming out, I'm psyched, too. Right. You should be. And then I watch the trailers and I go, hey, you know what? That looks pretty good. Right. I don't watch the trailers and go, wow, that looks pretty stupid. But all right, Tarantino's directing it, so, so I, lo- really, I still love it anyway. You ultimately think Pacific Rim looks kind of dumb because of what? The monsters or the big robots? Or yes. just the whole premise? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised because you didn't like giant aliens that right. that you know. invade and take over. Because I've seen parts of Battleship. It, That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm not surprised you don't like the Kill Bill films. But it because they are they are be good. they are a love letter to all kinds of different movies, and you hate movies, so exactly. Why would you like it? So that no, I mean I'm looking over I'm looking over Guillermo del Toro's you know history of films and you know there's a, there's a couple little tiny things but really he's had a string and i'm just looking over all the titles they, right. they're back to back for me you know i love the devil's backbone i think if you they no are ever seen it they are one really of the re- most they're really really films. good he does really good movies um and he just has fun doing them. many so of creative. them many of them i like a lot for it. and do not love as much as a lot of people yeah love fair. but still all right but anyway, I don't know. I just think it looks goofy. So okay, so kind of jumping ahead, it's I guess it's kind of like what are we thinking is going to be good and what do we think is going to be disappointing? And yeah. moving through July, I'm really interested to see Ripped. Yeah, me too. And and for anybody who thinks I am we're also very ripped, scared of it. It's gonna. It's either R.I.P.D. Be, it's R.I.P.D. Yeah. Right, and, but it's ripped. Rest in I'm peace. So department. department. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be. Right. I think it's going to be in line with Men in Black ish kind of thing, the first one, but I right. think it's going to be better. But even, think but even be better. Fun. And not only that, uh, you know, the thing for me is like, in uh, as much as Will Smith 
will apparently sell a jillion tickets or right. you know whatever. Men in Men in Black for me is all Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, and and he's also why I don't like the other ones. Right, because he's not. You know, he's not know. in it to win it in, yeah. in the other ones. Yep. In the he, first one, he's, he's there. awesome. He's there, yep. And Will Smith is there to, you know, play off and be be funny and do his thing. And he's right. good in it. He's, he he's good in the first one. He is one. very good in it. But he's not, like, the thing for me. Right. You know, Tommy Lee Jones really, like, sells it. And now we've got, in this one, a, a, sort of the same bargain. Right. I'm not sure that Ryan Reynolds is right. going to make me think, wow, Ryan Reynolds is really awesome. Yeah. Just but, like Will Smith didn't either. Right. Will Smith was good and hopefully in... Ryan Reynolds right. will be good. But I don't think he's going to be awesome. But Jeff Bridges he's he's the man for is this. is going to rock. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Even in like the scenes that I've seen, he's already Anything, awesome. anything, yeah, anything that Ryan Reynolds and he's a he's a talented, capable guy. It's really easy to take a crap on him for some of the bad choices that he makes, or for the disposable films that he goes for. But right. he's he's and just because he's the exact right kind of good looking, right? That people are going to like love to hate him, right? And they're going to put their vapid stuff on him, like if, oh, all if, he is is six pack and just this right. One delivery. And, and he's got like this kind of he's got like this kind of cutesy like. Uh, Ron Howard good looking ness or something like he's good looking but he's not you know like I mean now I'm going to start talking about people being good looking he's not like you know kind of like Robert Redford like he's not kind of of powerful like good looking he's just like that guy that you know it there's something about the way he looks that right. it's okay to not like him and make fun of him and stuff. Right. And, right. and he, he takes the if he, hit for that he does, plenty of time. He does. And he knows it and he owns it. But right. if he – whatever he contributes – and them we're obviously saying this before seeing it. But whatever he contributes to Ripped is going to be just a bonus because right. it's all going to be Bridges. Right. And it's, it's, and really, okay. the, it's really the same kind I of agree. a deal – which will make it really interesting to watch and compare to Men in Black too, because yeah. I mean it's 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 like the new guy yeah. and the, the veteran, veteran and, and whatever the new rules and the the crazy and the sci-fi and the life. very crazy world that right. we're in now, right? So right. it's very. But I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I am too. And uh, Red Two, I'm very very I scared think that's of. Gonna be, I think it's going to be fun, but I don't know how much fun. Right. I think. See, I like the first one. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was awesome, but man, as like a Friday night out kind of exactly. have a good time. I Let's thought I thought it, it was that's a great one. I too. thought it was great. I'm nervous about doing it again. Yeah, just that's all I'm going to say. I uh, I don't know that I'm going to be as impressed. And then right, so we've got the Wolverine. I don't know what I specifically am making out of that either. I expect to really like it, just like I like all the X Men movies. Right. Just because I'm too biased on the franchise. Yeah. I didn't like the other Wolverine movie. Right. I just thought it, you know, it didn't really kind of try to sell anything at me. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't fun. It was right. all, it was almost kind of like, uh, what's that other movie we just saw that wasn't fun? <laughs> we just did, we just, did, we just did that movie and, I, and that was all I could think was, oh yeah, the, uh, Man of Steel. <laughs> Blocked it out. I did. I totally. I'm so over talking about that movie yeah. at this point that if the Wolverine, that I blocked it. The Wolverine will be interesting to see in part because I want to find out, and I'm excited for it. I want to find out if they've learned their lesson. Like, did they really? Right. Did they really learn from Wolverine Origins and 
X Men and, and get and get somewhere, it right. right? Instead of trying to sell us a bunch of toy ideas and T-shirts and really like whole, like and I mean like script with holes in it, like just right. stuff that just didn't make sense or wasn't engaging. When the character has a huge fan base, and well, and the thing too to is the special bonus for this movie is the specific story that they're going with, right? Which may or may not mean anything to anyone who's not a fan of the comic. It may not make any difference, like kind of what story they choose. But I think that will be interesting because this is, you know, probably the most famous Wolverine story that there is for fans. Right. Although, like I said, won't mean anything to other people. But that will be an interesting thing to see how they translate specifically that. Like, right. can they make that story that is so popular yeah. with the fans of the character into something that everyone will It would be really like interesting much, if right? they do, too, because it will be the same kind of feeling that happened when those when that four-issue comic came out. And Wolverine was popular in the X-Men anyway, but once Chris Claremont had that four-issue come out, the, the limited series, he just exploded. All of a sudden, he was He was gone, the right? thing, yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting if they can capture some part and, of that. Uh, so that same week, the to-do list comes out, which right. I'm bizarrely interested in seeing, and that will be a good show to do because I can't wait to compare that to every other movie right. that I don't like that it's so similar to and see if I actually end up liking that. I, I remember wanting to see more of Aubrey Plaza doing work after seeing Safety Not Guaranteed. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought right. she was so amazingly perfect. Everybody in that film's great, but she stood out in the most subtle, perfect way, and right. I'm like – She's like the new Ellen Page, like this person that has all this talent and just needs a break. Somebody put her in a film and watch her right. take right off. And I'm curious to see you and, know, and how good you know, she is. Here's, here's really the weird thing, great. because I've seen her in lots of things, and I really like her, and she's obviously on Parks and Rec. And, yep. uh, and that's where and, most people and, know and her she's, from. And she's really good in that. And here's the, here's the thing that I love about her, and especially because she's in – you know she's really good in safety not guaranteed she's been in a couple other movies that yeah. she's really good in and we don't need to tell her whole no, life story right. but the thing that i love about her is not only is she the new whoever you want to say right but you know she's kind of the new bob newhart yeah and there hasn't right. been a new bob newhart in like ages right yeah. because everything's like her shtick is deadpan right she, absolute delivery of she not, is yeah. so she is so deadpan about everything and no one does that. Right. Which is why I just love watching her because, right. Because first of all, it's really hard and nobody gets that. Right. Yeah. It's really hard to sell that. Well, in, in something that you're doing, whether it's TV or movies or something, it's, it's hard to not make that just goofy. Right. And she does it great. Right. And, and you just never get that. But so, I don't know. We'll see how that movie goes. It's not the biggest thing coming out, but we've got uh, Percy Jackson and Elysium. Mm -hmm. Not sure where I fall on Elysium either. Uh, I really want that to be good. I want to like that, you know? Right. I want them to do it right and give me a great movie, and I'm hopeful Right, right. <laughs> you know. Well, for you, I think part of the deal is, and I would be nervous. I, I mean, looking at stories and movies the way I do, coming at it from like a narrative, I always get nervous. If I'm saying this in a roundabout way, you you've gone on record like last week for just saying like, yeah, Jodie Foster's in it, and right, you're not a big, right. you know, it's hard for her to sell you on anything. And your point is, you know, she just seems like she's always just being Jodie Foster, and right. I get that. And if she's the villain, you know, if she's the antagonist of the story, you know, that's going to suck because you're going to be not engaged with that much. Right. Well, a lot of times that sort of thing doesn't 
it, doesn't matter as long yeah. as the movie's good. Like you know when I back when I started having problems with her because we'll just babble about it. Like she's your neighbor. You like, like she uh, would exactly. throw junk in my yard. <laughs> That's right. And uh, <laughs> you know her dog's always barking. Right. And stuff. right. Um, yeah. So, but you know, like kind of um, contact and you yeah. know, like panic room and right. stuff. Panic room it, was it? It was me? like not only is she just you know like her thing is uh, for me it looks like what she's doing is she's going it's good acting because I'm doing it right so right. she does whatever she wants and then in the middle of a really stupid movie right then that's just death yeah. right yeah but if she doesn't have a gigantic part and it's a really good movie all around her yeah. then I think she's certainly good enough to pull that off it's not like she's yeah. not good all right it's just that you know, I don't know. I, uh, I think Elysium, I, I have high hopes for Elysium because I love the director, you know, Neil Blomkamp, who did District 9. And I thought right, it was right. really smart, really inventive and creative. And in, in a weird way, I mean, I don't think this looks exactly like it story-wise. But holy crap, does it look like it visually. It looks like he just wrapped on District 9 and started shooting Elysium. Right, it has right. the exact same aesthetic. And that's not a negative for me. That's a positive. Right. But I, you know, he's, he did one film that I really loved. And, you know, at one point in history, so did M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> you know, right. and when I was looking forward to the next one, I was like, man, The Sixth Sense was so good. I can't wait. And, you know, I don't think what I'm trying to say is he's on par with him. I just, I'm nervous. I don't know enough about him. I love the, right. I love this first film. I want this to be great. Right. But as far as Percy Jackson goes, that was for me and, and maybe not for you. I never, I never saw that one in the theater. That was a rental with, um, you know, with the girlfriend and her, and her son. And he loved it. And there's a part of me that was like, wow, I, you know, I love it too because he was so infectious about right. it. I was surprised by that film. I really genuinely thought, okay, this is just going to be another Happy Meal film. Right, exactly. It's actually really fun. Right. I won't say it's like the upper echelon of kids' films, but that was a really surprisingly fun and enjoyable film. And I'm looking forward to this because I think it, even though they've waited so long, I mean, Percy is supposed to be this young kid and it's right, been like right. 12 <laughs> years. I mean, this guy's like, right. you know, going to run like for senator or something. 40 and smoking. Right. And... <laughs> but I'm really excited about those guys coming back and there's more story because I think it's a very I, I, fun. Thing. I liked it, too. And I am kind of looking forward to this. And <laughs> it's weird that that was like such a big thing. And yet yeah. it so clearly wasn't a big thing. Yeah. Because it, it, the problem for me with that movie, a lot of it all kind of stemmed from the fact that it was so low budget that it kept kind of breaking things for me. Yeah. You know, like it, it kept kind of pushing me out of the movie because right. it was it was like special effects were were kind of goofy. It was almost like watching those old BBC, like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe things where – where it was like our sad budget and right. our our right. like big stuff lion right. <laughs> somebody's right. you know moving around or whatever I don't know I, anyway I it, it just I thought it was great really too I, I thought it was a lot of fun there just was like a lot of you could see yeah. that you can see the wire I was like basically. God I wish they would give me like you know twenty more million for <laughs> yeah. this movie yeah. and and really do it up because it's so good it's yeah. not like you have to go ah this is just a throwaway and we're not right. going to spend any more money on it so right. hopefully they've hopefully it'll be really fun. improved along those lines. Okay, so then we've got planes. Yeah. So, you know, fine, Pixar, whatever. everyone will love it, and it will be the greatest <laughs> thing, and I will yeah. see it again and again, whatever. Right. 
And then we've got uh, Kick-Ass 2, yeah, which I could not be looking forward to more. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I saw the original at the at the uh, premiere at South by Southwest, and right. man, was that awesome. I bet. That I was, bet that was, was such an awesome, awesome movie to see at a festival with, right. a, with a big crowd. A crowd Everyone's totally going crazy, it, right. which is, you know, that's... We should do a show on festivals at one point because, you know, if you get a chance to go see movies at oh, a festival, you have to do it because it's not like going to the movies. Right. Everybody talks and claps and yep. yells at people and, you know, the bad guy comes in the room and people start shouting yeah. and, Boo. you know, whatever yeah. stuff happens, it's really awesome. And then we've got Jobs, which I'm not looking forward to at all. I'm a huge <laughs> Apple guy. I mean, this is funny. We're both holding iPhones and sitting in front of all this idea. <laughs> right. I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Apple. I think Steve Jobs is an interesting guy because of his faults and his strengths. And I'm not interested in this film much. I'm I'm not either. He's not a he's not a guy that I really care. The same week as The Butler. Because yeah. I'm trying to go fast now. Everyone's going to go, dude, you didn't say anything about Jobs at all. And right. you said you hated it. But right. the butler looks really awesome. Yeah. Forrest Whitaker and John Cusack and Lenny Kravitz. And yeah. it's like deep, dramatic craziness that no one wants to see in summer. It'd be nice, it'd be nice <laughs> to see Forrest Whitaker do something. I, I mean, the guy's I, I have, have, he hasn't been I've on, heard it's great. I have too. And I haven't so, seen him in anything for a while. So, And, and you know, seriously, we're like kind of running out of the summer already. We're like going way into August. We've got the Mortal Instruments, City of Bones, yeah. which um, man, are they pushing the book right now? Right. Which I think is yeah. kind of interesting I because you don't see that a lot either. No. That it's, uh, you know, you wait until after the movie or just before the movie right. or whatever. A lot of times, I swear, sometimes I want to read the book of some movie that comes out and I go try and find it before the movie comes out yeah. and they don't, they're not even carrying it right now. Right. This is in a different genre, of course, but but that one is is getting a big push, and I don't know. I've heard people say that's good too, so yeah. I don't I don't really know where to go with that one. And then we've got the World's End, yep, which everyone has been looking forward to right. since I think like 1974 or <laughs> right. something, and everyone's been talking about that movie has been trying to get on the radar uh -huh. for so long that it's insane. I mean, I remember, I, I swear, like three years ago. People sending me stuff and like behind the scenes pictures and, and posters this, yeah. and whatever and and yeah. I, and never saying anything about when it came out and right. then I don't know pushed back and pushed back and but it it does look really crazy it does. fun it <laughs> that's, does that's and if you sure. like Simon Pegg and those guys that's that's in your wheelhouse so. right right you're definitely gonna like that and then you know seriously we're getting like so far along we got the Getaway the Ethan Hawke movie which yeah. I'm not totally impressed with theoretically, especially because Selena Gomez is in it. I'm not trying to say anything bad about her, but right. I don't need her in a movie. And then Riddick. Right. Everyone wants that. That's a weird movie too. And yeah. we're going to wrap up because we're actually getting into September anyway. Um, right. There's some more work to be done after September. And there are a couple of big movies coming out later in September, but right. we're not going to like do the whole year. But Riddick is a really weird movie where, mm. You know, that movie was such a flop when it first came out. Um, what's the first one? Like After Dark After or Dark. some whatever. Yeah. That movie was like nobody cared what it was. Right. And it's really odd to see a movie. I mean, not odd in a bad way, but just unusual to see a movie like come out and get like its cult status and have people liking it and spreading the word and everything. And then to see something actually happen with that. Right. 
You know, it's like uh, it was pitch black. Uh, yeah, pitch black. That's right. After dark. after dark is a movie, and I was just like, right. yeah, of course it is. After dark, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, and it's it's a crazy movie, and it's actually, uh, I think, anyway, pretty fun. And it, it is. It, fun. It's not in my normal genre it, of going to grab a right. crazy movie, right? But it turns out that it actually was like a lot of fun. Yeah. But you know, when the movie came out, you didn't hear anything about right. it. No one cared. No one knew who he was really at that point. Right, and exactly. That was, that was you had a few people who were like, man, have you seen this? And right. it was just this whole... It reminded me of like an... Ed, I mean, not exactly the very same way, but in the way that I was surprised when I saw Tremors. And Tremors for me was like, no one was talking about it. You watch it and you're like, wow, that was right. really fun. And right. Slither, you know, with, I mean, always one of these one-word films. But right. When when that one came out, no one was talking about it, and everyone saw it, and I kind of had the same feeling. I was watching a movie, and I was like, I don't know what the hell's going to happen next. Like right. this is so weird and this fun. is crazy and fun. And right? I love this because I don't know what and is obviously, going on. Obviously, okay, you know, not like in the I clearly need to nominate this for best picture sort of way, right? But that movie really was pretty fun. It was I mean, fun. That, it was it was silly and goofy and fun, and then. Yep. And then they kind of ruined it with all these sequels that were yeah they wanted to, that were yeah. garbagey right that yeah. I, I don't know do it again I mean it was right. like, it's just, <laughs> there was there was no plot but there were people interested in it so they wasn't it weird for a while out. there where he where Vin Diesel was in one film after another and it was his fan base just became so big and they were like wow let's do that again but they never seemed to know why it worked. First time, <laughs> right? Like triple, like triple. I was just you know, gonna say, right? There, there was then they started doing the Chronicles of Riddick, and then there's this. I mean, he's obviously made a gazillion off the Fast and the Furious stuff, which, right? Humorously enough, we still haven't seen, but <laughs> but it's it's weird. This is like it, it was just a strange time to watch him kind of come into fire and to really see people not know where and why and how. Right. But but it's an, uh, it's an unusual yeah. kind of a thing for that to actually work out into yeah. like getting to the point where we now have like bigger and bigger things following from it. So it's kind of interesting to see. I kind of want to just support that in general. In a a weird way, it also is kind of like aliens where they try a bunch of stuff, you know, in the sequels and sometimes it works, sometimes it falls flat and then they get so far from the original. They're like, we're we're so far away now. Let's just do really what we want. Right. And then it winds up being really fun again. Right. So maybe they're at that point. And then they make this prequel to everything and then you love movies again right yeah okay so so the answer to the question (laughs) is well uh, in a a weird way looking over all that stuff too thinking about it like if you had put both uh excuse me both lists of summer films on a piece of paper in front of me two years ago and had said what's going to be a better summer you would have picked last summer i would have picked last summer easy right and now I and actually now it's feel so weird. I feel so good about. And it. now I actually feel pretty positive about this summer. So do I. I, I think a lot of these stuff, these things are going to work out. I think that a lot of the uh, littler things, where it's kind of like, let's say, last year when you had, you know, not gigantic things, but you had a bunch of stuff that was kind of in the dark shadows realm. I, yeah. Where we ended up hating it, yeah. or or at least Being severely so disliking it, yeah. right? And I think those movies, yeah. I'm going to like better this Way year. More. Yeah. All the things that are in kind of that similar area. Okay, so that, so nobody wanted to know any of that. 
But I guess the answer well, to the the answer to the question is that I kind of predict that I'm going to be in a much better place yeah. at the end of you know we went through and, like September movies so like when we get to like September right which is about the same place I feel like I'm going to be a lot happier. It's it's strange just looking ahead and we're not going to get into it because we'll need something to talk about next week or next month or whatever. But looking ahead to some of the stuff in the fall, I don't I'm not really excited about much in the fall. Like I was last year. Right. The fall films were amazing, and in some ways, you know, like Looper and all the fall stuff was, that was after summer. Fall was getting summer. better. Fall right. was really kicking. Yeah. You know, so. and, and and exactly that's the weird thing that it we were talking so about is that there were there were two or three films. There was like Looper, and then there were even like a couple of we movies after Looper. After, I think yeah. that we were like, why is this not in summer? Right. And you know who knows. But yeah, the fall at least right now. Yeah. The fall does not look quite as huge as last year. But anyway, thanks for the question. We see this is we, why we usually should... will not spend forty minutes well, on a, your yeah, question. This is a long one. And this but was I was fun. I was taking advantage of that question. I know you were using if it people, to my own if, purposes. If you anyway. guys out there if you're listening and you want to get in touch and talk about a film last year, this year, next year, anything, email us and we'll obviously talk about it on the air. Right. And uh yeah, actually it was, it was a really cool question and and not that uh we don't appreciate all the emails because right. we do and we get lots of emails. It's just that a lot of the time, you know, at first it was nothing but questions. Right. <laughs> when we, Earlier on in our career of doing yeah. this show, then it was all sorts of questions. Now we don't actually, we get great emails and we love everyone, but right. um, not so much with turning. Um, a lot of times I'm looking at it, I'm like, I can make that a question somehow right, and, right. and not so much. So Monsters University, bing, right. <laughs> we're, we we're on to Monsters University. Um which, by the way that you've stalled, tells me everything I need to know. But go ahead. What's your rating? <laughs> right. Okay. So we'll just jump right in with the ratings, sure. and we don't have a lot of time anyway to talk about it. So, uh, you know, my rating is, I think, I'm finding it very hard to move anywhere off of two and a half. Hmm. I could possibly see going <laughs> even, like, slightly less. Yeah. And, you know, if I was much younger, I could see going higher, higher right. <laughs> but right. I just can't figure out a way to move off of average. Yeah. And I really want to because I love Pixar. I love the first movie. I, you know, I love the characters. There was a decent amount of fun going on. But for me, this felt like, first of all, it should have been like straight to video. Yeah. And second of all, it seemed like a lot of it was, you know, we were just talking about how they have the bonus feature of plugging stuff in and this is how you make a movie. This right. one seemed to me like we were really just not spending a lot of time covering our tracks right. on the plugging stuff into the formula. And, you know, I just... I just didn't end up loving it. It There's definitely, like, lots of fun. There, there are some decently funny parts this one to me felt very oddly non-adult pixar yeah because pixar movies that's that's like part of their gig right is that include everybody is that it's almost like pixar came into being because you had some people who said look i gotta watch these animated movies with my kids yeah i want people to start making something that I'm not wanting to poke myself in the eye right, when right. I do it. And 
for me, this movie, we kind of lost it. It, yeah. it was more focused on being younger, I felt like, than, than I don't know, worked for me. I just yeah. didn't, I didn't get nearly as much out of it as yeah. I usually do. So that's where I am. I, yeah, it, it, it's it's both fun to be like devoted to somebody who does a lot of you know great work like Pixar and to try to boost it more. Right. Because I was trying to you know I was we we saw this yesterday we saw it in 3D and um, we totally did not see this yesterday. What what are you talking about? Uh, oh, we saw this Friday. Dude, we saw this Wednesday did afternoon. We? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even know what today is. This is how unremarkable this film is. Okay. Um, I'm so used to. <laughs> Where were we you yesterday? yesterday? Man, I was in the sun. Yeah, I know. Was, I, I was. Rainy. I was going to let that go actually, um, but then I. No, thought, no, you're no, right. I'll, I'll call like, you. Wait a minute. That. Did we think about that? <laughs> no. All right. So we saw it in black and white, and uh, <laughs> right. no sound. It was subtitled. Four years ago. And uh, no, I just it was it was really weird. It was it had all the right motions. It had all the right bullet points. It just didn't have the feeling that was there for right. it. It, it, it. didn't. I'm not going to be cliche and say it lines it up with the little magic. outline that we know. Right. It has this outline of stuff, and in a very funny way. For anybody who's old enough to have seen it, it really is just like Pixar doing Revenge of the Nerds. That's all right, it is. Right. You know, you've got the outcasts at this university who are picked on because they're not good enough to be jocks or brains or elite in any way. And right. they wind up winning the nerd games and <laughs> exactly. taking control of the nerd council and they <laughs> kick the jocks out. I mean, this is exactly Revenge of the Nerds. And and yet, even though John Goodman and Billy Crystal do awesome. Everybody's really great. It's fun to see like all these people who you know later in Monsters, Inc. are going to be either friends or enemies of Mike and Sully, right. and now you see why. It, there's all kinds of fun stuff in there. It just when we were When we were leaving, I said to you, and I still feel the same way from Wednesday, that uh, it didn't feel like it should have been a major motion picture. Mm, right. It felt like it was something like you see at the holidays, like Shrek. Thanksgiving like an hour long TV special. It felt like an hour long TV, like special, an hour long right. TV special that some channel would do to fill in before the new movie showed at nine. And, and, it, and, and if it, it had been, it probably would have been and if way better. Been, right, and in a, in a weird way. And it's not because it meanders along. And it, it I mean it. It has a really fun story, and it's got really fun stuff. And Helen Mirren, as you know, I guess she is one of, if not the antagonists. Right. She's really great in it. In a way, like I'm surprised that she didn't have more in it, but. Um, it just didn't have a feeling that Pixar films have. It had a feeling that somebody who was taking over Pixar films had. Right. And that kind Something of like that showed. probably. Right. But again, like what you said, if I had been younger, it probably would have been three, three and a half instead of just average, which is two and a half. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's – I just can't – You know, even though it's Pixar, Pixar is not going it's not to – not enough. Right. Pixar is not going to completely ruin a movie right. and you're just going to go, this is right. horrible nonsense, right? And – and you know the kids will love it, and uh, my my kid loved it. Wednesday. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's got plenty of stuff that that kids are going to like, especially in the right age range and everything. But you know, like you said, Revenge of the Nerds, and it's funny because I totally did not even really think Revenge of the Nerds about really? it. That's all I thought about when I, I was watching it. I thought it. I thought even more general than just narrowing right down to Revenge of the Nerds. Just yeah. I just kind of had, you know, it's like every, right. you know, like college Freshman loser college thing. And and I wasn't really like, I guess, parsing it right up against Revenge of the Nerds. But what's funny about it is now that I think about that, you know, it's even got 
uh, in Revenge of the Nerds, you know, the uh, – I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember their names, but, yeah. but you know, um, Carradine is Lewis. is the one. It's sad that I remember main names, guy, right? right? And There's uh, Booger Lewis, and what's his name is the other guy, Anthony Edwards, right. is uh, whatever. They even have like they're kind of falling out at right. at, at certain points, yeah. and in Monsters University, we just kind of flip that, that right. they don't like each other at the beginning and they have a falling out get and then they stuck become together buddies. Yeah. And get stuck together and then have another falling out right. and, you know, whatever. And, but it, it really is, you, you know, the only part that I really liked this movie mm-hmm. is the part where, uh, they have to do the super scare at the camp. Yeah. That I, was, awesome. I loved that scene and I loved, spinning that theory yeah. into things and making something something out of it and then you know they then they get forced together in harrowing circumstances and then right. they and then they kind of you know relate to each other because right. Sully is also a failure and blah 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 right right and i i do think that there's a cool thread going through the whole thing of um which seems kind of anti pixar actually you know now that i think about it about how you know, Mike can't win. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter what he does. Like, you know, you and I I appreciate Pixar doing that. Yeah. Because, you know, you see any kid's movie and it's like, you know, you, you try as hard as Mike and you get what you, you want. You get it. Right. And I just, I kind of, in a weird way, like the fact that there's a kid's movie going, I don't care how hard you try. Right. You are not going to be more than five foot five, and you can't play basketball in, right. in the pros. Right. Although, okay, now people will say, but there's right, and that kid, and that kid, that, <laughs> but there that, is right, people, and that but, movie you know. has that kid dunking at the end, and he can, you know, right. But you're right, that was huge. Not I that, really loved that. Part. Not that there aren't, um, you know, vertically challenged okay. people in the right. NBA or whatever. You're get a lot of emails. Now. Exactly, but I just love the fact that they said, you know. Look, you can't, you can't you yeah. can't be this. You're just not scary, right. and that doesn't mean that you can't ultimately be where you want to be. Kind of, right? You just have to work with it. You don't always get right. what you want, no matter how much work you do. Right? And I, I just thought, man, that is so anti kids movie message. Yep, that is not how kids movies work. And right? they did not. They give it a little bit of a denouement, you know, by the end when you're seeing how those guys, you know. Things at school don't work out for them. They they find out there's still another way to get into Monsters, Inc. Right, I thought working. that was crazy, that too. Was that really was unexpected. like a crazy, awesome end. And these guys start washing floors, dishes, and they, they do a very effective, like, 45-second progression of snapshots of them going from one job to the next to the right. next until they become scarers. And you see this, and you're like, wow, this is great. And it, why couldn't the whole film have been like this, not a 45 seconds? It, it was you know, it was really but, funny, actually, when I was watching that, because I was like, you know, I am so torn on watching this, right? Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, I think it's so cool that they don't win in the end. Right. That they they don't – it's not like, hooray, you know, we have to have our, our happy ending and they're the greatest ever and everything. Right. No, they, they have to, like, work for it. Or they, yeah. they have to go back and they put in find their own way. Yeah. And exactly, like put in a lot of time, right. go up the ranks basically until they get a chance to get back to being scares, and then they become the people that we see later. Right. 
But I, and so I just thought that was awesome yeah. that they would do that and not just go, the movie ends because all the rainbows come out and right. we get right. everything we want. And I thought that was great. And But there was this other part of me going, this is like some weird corporate takeover cell <laughs> yeah. of like, you know how you get stuff is, you know, become a dishwasher right. and right. work at this place for 30 years. Yeah. Then maybe at some point you'll right. get something. And I just thought, oh, there's like, there's kind of a, I don't know. There's there's another way to look at that. that there is, is too. That and is a little scary. And, and as an adult, and as an adult looking at it, and you see, you already know what happens because, whoa, that was that was all your phone. That you already know what happens because obviously this is a sequel that's a prequel. But you know they get to be scarers. But there's a moment there when they're doing that flash of stuff, and you're like, these guys might never get out of the laundry room or the mail room or the kitchen or wherever they're progressing through. But I thought also when that was happening, especially near the end when they're getting booted out of school and Helen Mirren's, you know, dean comes down and she's – I'm waiting for that moment where she's like, you guys did well together. Right. You know, you, if you yeah. want to come back next and you, semester, and you did something awesome, we'll, so we'll, we'll let you wait back in. You. Right. And she doesn't. She just says, you guys, you know, you've learned a lot, and that was the point. Now I'll keep my eye out on you. But she never says, welcome back. She just flies off. Right. She's like, and no, you're like, really out. And I'm like, wow, this is really important and, because and, it is a lesson. And you never expected that at all. You so expect that. It's just – it almost is like a slap in the face how obvious right. it is that – here she is. Now she's yeah. showing up to tell them that they can come back or whatever. Right. And you almost kind of like roll your eyes, like, well, the moment okay. that, and then she doesn't do it. And you're like, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. What? You gotta come back. You gotta come back. And no, so now the, it sounds like we love the movie. Well, <laughs> you know, we didn't hate the film, but the moment that it get, it progresses pretty quick, and the moment that um, Mike is, you know, trying to be the best that he can be in all his classes, and he's studying really hard. As soon as he gets on campus and he gets the flyer for the scare games. And as soon as Nathan Fillion shows up as the big jock demon scary guy trying to recruit right. Sully, I'm like Revenge of the Nerds. Right. Like exactly. this is and as I watched it, I enjoyed it, you know, all the way through. It was fine. It didn't dazzle me in any way, but I'm like, this is freaking Revenge of the Nerds. If right. they have to play Battle of the Bands at the end and some geek doesn't come out with an electric violin, I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> right. But you know, and there's another lesson in there too that's really that's interesting. This is a weird movie to not be so favored for because it does have so many hits. It's just they're far apart. There's no magic between those moments. It's just kind of like go through the motions. Right. But there's that stuff where, you know, they make this Revenge of the Nerds. They make their own like fraternity so yeah. that they can compete. And everybody in it is like horrible. Like they just they and they've resigned themselves to being like, look, we're not going to be we're, scary we're not going to be scares. There are okay. other classes here. And, and, there right, are and other the big jobs. thing is, and they're like, right. and that's okay. Right. Like we we can do other things. Right. You know the film the film is absolutely beautiful looking, like aesthetically. Like yeah. I love the Monster University campus with all the underwater stuff, with all the water monsters wherever they go. We never saw right all the different ways that the architecture that they like thought about how to make it. What would it really a, yeah, be like? There was a huge amount of brain trust kind of thinking into what this whole place was going to look like, and it looked great and it, it just, just didn't they just didn't put you know that's the thing they didn't put that effort where maybe we could have used some more of it yeah. but that's another thing like you're talking about um the university looks great and all the things yeah. another awesome thing if you like this movie i just have to say is if you go to the website for this movie it's, oh, i haven't been there it's, yet. it's freaking awesome is it really oh that's cool. you go to the website for this and it's it's like you are going to the website for the university yeah 
That's awesome. And it's got everything. It's that's got really like cool. campus life section and and that's just pretty all cool. of the it, just like you were going to any university's website, yeah. it looks exactly that's like fun. that and it's it's really really cool. And I'm going <laughs> You know, somebody had some time. Right. <laughs> but Well, it stinks. If, well, anyway, the movie is what it is. And and for those, you know, I enjoyed it in 3D. I thought it just made everything look pretty. Yeah, I don't the think 3D, it was necessary, the 3D, but it was good. The 3D was good. But like you said, I don't know that. I didn't really it, add anything. I, I don't know that you have to see. Oh, right. my God. See this in 3D, right? But, you know, if you're of a mind to, it was you pretty cool. Well. But I'm the kind of uh, well, I'm the kind of guy that loves doing this, especially for the show too. There is something at the end of the credits. It's it's not, not worth. It is it. not at all worth staying. But if you know, if you're but the if kind you, of person, but that if you got a couple it, of minutes, right, you sit through <laughs> you and sit you through. watch it. But there is a there is a thing at the end. So it is a thing at the end of the movie that is almost irritating. Like <laughs> well, like you it would be it would be better if they would just not have a thing at the movie than have something at the end of the movie that's like that. <laughs> I thought anyway, yeah. it's it was kind of goofy. Although you know, my daughter cracked up right. for like a half right. an hour because we watched that part. Right. So there you go. If you have, it kids, is what it is. They'll like. If you it. have kids, you want to watch it. Right. The problem for me with this movie, and I think this is probably the lowest I've rated a Pixar movie. And I know there are plenty of other people who yeah. have rated things like Cars Two really low, right. and and there are other people you know involved in the backlash of Pixar or whatever. Right. This is probably. I think easily the lowest I've yeah. rated a Pixar movie. And it just was so average, except that, you know, you have to build in that it's like kind of average, but also a Pixar movie. Right. So yeah. it's, you know, it's still good. But an I mean, average Pixar still, movie should good be three, and three and a half. That's true. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm sorry. An average Spielberg it, film, an average, average Tarantino film, these you come with this baggage. If it, you're that good it, for that long, it's worse it. than it should be by far. And you know, the other thing, the thing about it is now that you talk about revenge of the nerds, because you know, now that'll be on my mind, but uh, it really is. It really yeah. is revenge of the nerds. And I'm kind of okay with that yeah. in a very general way. But if it's going to be revenge of the nerds and your Pixar, and you're going to go, look, I'm going to make <laughs> revenge of the nerds, the animated monster thing. Right. Then like you have to Pixar the hell out of it. You can't <laughs> yeah. just you can't just go so this there, is where they go. There it is. Right. And this is what happens. Right. You gotta like go with that. If yeah. you're gonna come up with something original and have your original story, right, then you don't necessarily have to go berserk. Kind right. of like, you know, brave or yeah. up, right? You right. don't have to you don't have to be some kind of superstar. I mean, like Up is an awesome movie. It's not, you know, Pixar trying to make a summer film or right. or trying to, right. you know, have chase scenes or whatever. It's you know its own kind of quiet movie. Yeah. And Monsters University for me kind of is in that kind of category. It's not like you know there's not even though they try to sell you on the raucous laughter during the trailer. Right. It's not like a a big thing happening and it needs to be for yeah. this one I think. Right. They, you need to go like over the top and and go nuts with it and really run wild. If you're going to stay that close to something that people have seen even if it's not Revenge of the Nerds right. a dozen Whatever. times already right. with the whole yeah. we're the jocks and stuff. Yeah. So we're we're kind of running out of time and I think we're pretty much that's it. That's I, I think we're good with Monsters University. I so wish that it was a bit better. Yeah, me too. Uh but 
But it's not horrible either. I mean, it's fine to take your kids. Next week, I assume, we'll be doing The Lone, Lone Ranger, Ranger. As, uh, if everything works out. Yeah. And, um, you know, yeah. go check us out at areyouscreening.com, yeah. and we will see you next week. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.